Welcome in. I am the Promo Guy coming at you from New York City. Today is Thursday, June 22nd, but you'll be listening to this Friday at the earliest. Welcome into the ninth episode of the Promo Guy podcast, now brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Mojo, the stock market for sports. No Nick today because we have a special guest that I'm going to introduce in a little bit. Uh, But first, I did just want to mention that I was on Jeff Schwartz's uh, podcast the other day. I uh, retweeted it from my account, so you should see it there from a few days ago, or it's in Jeff Schwartz's pin tweet, but it was really great talking to them and talking to him and uh, happy that the Blue Dog people were able to set that up because they represent him as well. Okay, uh, so we are going to have a bit of a different show today. I'm going to just get in through the state of the stack, how things have been going, and then it's going to be all me and my good friend uh, JD from Twitter. So first state of the stack, uh, things on Twitter have been kind of up and down. The FanDuel boosts have been struggling. We did hit two in a row of the MLB no sweat plays. I think those were plus 495 and plus 400. So it's been probably around an even week. Hopefully this golf boost that just got underway can kind of tilt us up to the positive. Again, I don't have the exact tracking, but just sort of in my head there. And promo-wise, I mean, Caesars has had a few. FanDuel's got their one boost today. DraftKings continues to sort of lead the way, in my opinion, with no sweat plays for MLB, with the up two promo that they were just running. So kind of status quo all there. Discord-wise, officials have had a bit of a down week, down month. Now, I believe down four and a half units. So a little frustrating there. Uh, And Dinger Tuesday has continued to be phenomenal for us. We had another really good week. So we are now up to plus $992 if you are unlimited. And plus, I believe it is $656. Let me just make sure. $654 if you are limited. That's after 11 weeks. So pretty great for the limited, especially when you can average about $60 a week. And we still have $50 in free bets to go there. Uh, when you only get $50 in free bets, like the whole promo is getting $50 in free bets max. So when you are averaging profiting 60 bucks a week, and you know hopefully we can push that out to you know $64, $65 after we use the free bets, uh, that is certainly a big success. So that's all for the state of the stack. Uh, and without further ado, I want to introduce JD, who has 150,000 followers on Twitter. He is more of a traditional capper, you might say, in that it's not EV focused. Uh, I've worked with him in my Discord. He was an early contributor. Uh, I've, I've been a contributor in his Discord, uh, in Gold Boys, where I'm sure you can find that link somewhere in his bio. And so he's got a big Twitter account, big Discord. I've been really impressed with him in my time working with him in each of our discords and I thought that it would be, and on Twitter, because for those of you who weren't around back in the early days, we did a lot of collabs um, when we were both at much smaller followings and uh, there were these FanDuel MLB promos that we would do together and had a lot of success with. So anyway, enough about that. I will let JD start to tell you about himself. Uh, JD, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? You know, it's funny that you, you brought that up. We should we should do a collab for for the vibes this week, um, and try to try to get try to get a win uh, soon. But I would love to. I don't know. I don't know if the lines will hold up as well as they did back when we were at like two thousand followers each doing it together. Yeah, I think but, we hit three in a row one day. I think one week, right? 
Was, was that it? I think it was like five of six or something like that. It was, it was crazy. And everyone just kept tagging us like, are you guys doing it again? And we we're like, the promo's not here today. So, but we'll, we'll right, right. give it another It was go. like every Sunday night. That was so much fun, to be honest, just because I don't know about you, but like for me getting exposed to like our joint audiences and being on a heater and like just having all of gambling Twitter waiting for the play and then having it hit was such like a rush. It <laughs> and was. It just kept it was. Hitting. And I think a lot of them would happen in like the, the like the, the buzzer beater fashion. I think it would like be like an eighth hit, eighth inning hit or something like that or like an eighth or like a late strikeout or something to get us yeah, to like where remember, we needed to be. I remember fondly a Mets Dodgers one that hit with like an extra inning single because we needed the Dodgers yes. to win. Oh, yeah. Do you remember I remember that? that. We were rooting yeah. for it to go there. Yeah, that was fun. Those were a good time. Maybe, we definitely need to do one soon. Yeah, I would love that. Maybe two years overdue. But our process for that, so it was an SGP promo where JD would basically tell me what plays he liked for the day. Give me like options of five and I'd try and find like a optimized SGP just to get like the best squeeze the best odds possible out of the plays that he liked so that we kind of had a mix of like a sharp pick with the best odds possible whether it was correlation whether it's the underlying lines whatever it was to get sort of this maximized perfect SGP and obviously we had some success with those so that was a lot of fun but anyway JD, I want everyone to hear kind of about your process. I mean, look, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Um, so why don't you start to tell us just in general, how do you find edges over the books? Definitely. So, well, I, I, I forgot to give like a more high level overview of like how I even started on Twitter and everything. So I, when I first started uh, um, betting, I was, I was pretty proficient in all the other sports, but soccer was my biggest weakness. So I would constantly huh. look for... Um, so English Premier League was playing like super early in the morning um, all the time. And I just never, this was probably like 2017, 2018. And I would constantly just Google like whoever was playing for the day um, predictions. And I would just see like who would be like, you know, what what the strategies were for, for betting on those and everything. And Twitter would always have like a bunch of like f- four to five people that I would just be drawn to. And I would start DMing them and asking them questions about like how how they came up with, with their plays and, and all those things. And um, that's what kind of got me into it. And then I just started sharing my own plays on Twitter. I had under 50 followers and it would just be me tagging those big accounts at the time um, and just kind of giving them my, my view of like what, what I thought the soccer score was going to be or, or things like that. And I was using um, offshore books at the time because obviously things weren't legal at right. that time. So it was just me doing that and then just c- – consistent repetition of that and just trying to figure out like um, soccer strategies with all these like established cappers across in like Romania and like England and everything like that. And I would have like a group chat with those guys on like WhatsApp and and just kind of constantly talk to them. And through them, I got, I started getting pretty good with soccer. Um, But all along that time, like I was already like playing the other sports. So that's kind of how I got, pretty you know i got proficient with soccer and that became my main sport over some time but as far as your question about like what i do to find edges over the books is i am i i constantly just am looking at data i'm looking i'm watching the games i'm watching replays i am just immersed in it like i'm like and i'm just constantly finding people that have had more more success than me in those sports and just phone calls like hour-long phone calls with them and just trying to figure out 
um, you know, what they're using and then kind of just blending it with my own style and kind of looking for the best lines across the books to, to maximize that. Um, you know, each, each situation is different, but, um, you know, people make fun of me now cause I have like, a a research team for myself where people are just throwing out like angles nonstop in this channel. And it's like, it's a hidden channel in discord. And that's kind of now what I've been using is like, someone will just throw in like three, three legs of, of plays and I'll just kind of condense them down to like one or two from each person. And then just kind of go back and forth and, and then come up with like some sort of parlay for, for the day um, to get a play out in the discord. I remember when, you know, we were kind of working together that, a lot of what you said was very evident that you were always trying to kind of learn from other people. You were trying to, you were very like meticulous about not just finding the play, but okay, I found the play. What do you think of this angle on it? Do you have a different one? And, you know, just being in some of the group chats, you know, obviously I didn't necessarily give an opinion on what I thought was going to happen in a, in a soccer match, but just seeing how you sort of were very, collaborative based and i'm now not surprised that you have however many cappers you have uh, a lot in your discord and it sounds like your research team as well uh is very collaborative how do you sort of determine that somebody is like how do you go about finding someone for your research team or that you think would be a good contributor to discord or just someone that you want to bounce ideas off of like what is that process like for you now that you're sort of more the big boss man of finding people I think it just like them showing me time and time again, you know, over the course of time that they're successful and that if I'm able to ask them a specific situation on on a game or to to really under to really get like underneath and just understand that they have a full concept of what's going on um, with 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 a game that we're playing. So for me, for example, like I I don't play I don't bet tennis as that much. I don't bet golf Mm -hmm. golf as much as I, I used to. But when I call the guys that are actually running the tennis and golf channels, I understand, like I, I can hear it in their voices that they're understanding all the nuances behind the bet and, and just fact checking them um, and just understand, you know, just really seeing if they're immersed in, in what, what they're actually betting. Cause I know like there's some people out there that are just giving plays out and kind of not putting a write up or anything like that or um, and, you know, and, and looking at game logs and everything like that. But if I'm actually talking to someone and they're, they're explaining their whole process and, and getting into the, to the weeds about it, those are the kinds of people I'm drawn into. And then on top of that, if they're actually like shopping for lines, looking for value, they're looking across the other books to see if there's potentially value on, on a certain line. Um, those are the people I'm drawn to because that adds more value to the discord overall. If not only if you're finding a play that you like, that we think is going to hit, but also, if it is, um, the market value for that play is is above what the other books are giving out, um, which kind of, you know, it, not not all the time, even even if we find the value, I know those aren't, those might not even be EV plays, but um, the fact that they're right, going across sure. all the books and finding the best plays and everything like that. Um, but for me, it's just like, if I'm seeing success over a long longer period of time, and it's just not like a one hit wonder kind of situation, um, those are the people I'm drawn into. And, you know, and then if I do give someone a chance or if we do give someone a chance and they're just not, they kind of come in and they're just not proving themselves, um, you know, they rotate out and, you know, we kind of just see like if they're able to come back with, um, 
you know, some more winning plays and, and things like that. But we we kind of rotate people in and out um, based on like how how well they're doing. Yeah, that's funny. It kind of sounds like a hedge fund, <laughs> like uh, you know Citadel, where you know you interview the guy. He sounds smart. He's got a decent track record uh, as a trader, either at a different hedge fund, a bank, wherever, and bring him in, try him out, and then a few months later. You sort of reevaluate uh, how they're doing and and you know why they did well, why they didn't do well, and, and no, I mean that's it, it makes a lot of sense as a way to kind of uh, to run this kind of thing because betting in a lot of ways is very similar to investing or trading type role where you know you have profits and you have losses and there are risks that you take to you know try and be profitable and sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't and sometimes it's Hey, the process was right, and the results just haven't been there. But we believe in you. Other times, it's yeah, this might not be a great fit because you know the process seems kind of flawed. The results aren't there. We're just kind of struggling to to see this turning around. Uh, so speaking of kind of process versus results, so I talk a lot about closing line value, and uh, for those who don't know, that is basically just saying so you you make a bet. You know, whether it's a week before, a month before, six months before, or even a day before uh, a game. And you, your bet will either look better or worse by the time the, the game starts. And that move in odds is referred to as closing line value because the idea is that the market will be saturated and perfectly efficient by the time the game starts because everyone on both sides will have gotten all their bets in, all the opinions will be there, the books will have adjusted to all, all new information and at the end the market will be saturated. So if you made a bet that improved in odds by the time the game started, then it was a smart bet and if you if you were, you know, if you're able to get a better line at closing, then you probably didn't do a great job. How much do you look at CLV when you're betting uh, or when you're evaluating people that you collaborate with? to ensure whether it was a good bet versus the actual result of the bet. I don't really, so for, for our, the way that most of the cappers that we have are doing it, they're really just doing, like most of our plays are, are player props, right? So then we're mm-hmm. waiting for, we're waiting for lineups, we're waiting for, for things like that. So, um, you know, oftentimes like underdog doesn't finalize the lineups until like an hour before the game. So for, for me personally, I don't use that metric as, as much as I should be using it, but like if you're if you're betting on like futures games and um, things like that, I know you crushed it with college football with closing line value, but it's a metric that I'm aware of, but I don't use it as much as I should be using it um, because it, it is valuable to see how often uh, a capper is able to to get the closing line value. No, yeah, sometimes it's tough, especially you know, like you mentioned, if you're doing soccer or baseball, especially on FanDuel for baseball. Um, or, or even like a SGP play, I've seen you do a few like DraftKings SGP uh, for baseball where the lineups come out a few hours before so it can be a little bit tough to have that kind of a thing where right. closing line value may, because soccer lineups come out usually about an hour before the match starts so it's not like you're going to have this big movement. And and for, for me, I don't usually put the plays out until like an hour before the game so and I think just for probably the demographic and and the people that are playing their bets, it's just mainly, I would say like at least seventy five to eighty percent is player props. So like I said, it's 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 not a metric that we're using in that often, just because it's lineup driven and and things like that. But 
it's something that I should be aware of, especially like for golf and tennis and, and things like that, where people are playing futures all the time. It's, it's something I should be aware of. And I know like a lot yeah, of those, think- those action, action and pick it, pick it. I, I, I can't recall what other apps are using it, but they, they tell you your CLV right. on the play. So it's something that I should probably be looking at more closely. I definitely think it's something that's, that's good to look at. I mean, even uh, it's tough for, for you where you are moving the market so much. So like in some ways, of course, you're going to get CLV, right? But I do think it's good to just sort of monitor how, you know, even if it's an hour before you, you do a soccer play and if it, look, if it's, like you said, if it's a player prop, it's going to be really tough to get a good gauge on because right. you're the one that's moving it most likely. But, right. you know, just sort of seeing how some futures play out um, before the season starts or how some things that maybe you do bet early in the week for, or, or, or the cappers in your discord, whether it's football whether it's basketball, just some stuff that maybe does have a little bit more time to move. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned a lot that you line track, right? Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned that it's important to you that you're getting sort of the best line out there because I do think there it's somewhat a misconception about you and maybe maybe some other cappers where people like to think, oh, well, if your bet's going to hit, then what does it matter, right? Like a line moves or you didn't get the best line but the important thing is evaluating the play and finding a winner right what would you say to that whatever play you put out there you have to find the best line possible so for me i use a i'll use a site like picket or odds jam just to find the best line so like say i wanted the yankees run line today um you have to you have to find the best line for your customers problem is for me is um, limited in at like four out of the seven major books or four out of the six major books. So I can't play some of those lines on some of those books. So <laughs> I would tell, I would say this is what I like, but then to tell people, Hey, shop around. I, I think the best line is, is, is book X or book, books right. Y. Cool. So I wanted to ask you, so your thoughts on EV and boost in general. So obviously you have Toasty Penguin in, in your Discord who's been doing, I believe since day one, right? Uh, has been doing, evaluating a lot of boosts and promos in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and obviously we've interacted uh, a ton. And, you know, I know that you know that people like to play boosts and like to have EV, but what are your thoughts specifically? Do you play, do you tail all the boosts? Do you do none of the boosts? Like what, what are your thoughts on, on boosts in general? I play in the boosts that, that, that he recommends that if I see that you recommend something too, like I'll, I'll play those all. Um, you play all of them. I play them if they're recommended. Right. I don't right. play them. I don't do the math. No, of course. I, I, it, yeah. yeah. Um, that's interesting because so many people who kind of hate on the boost, I would say are big fans of yours. <laughs> At least that's how it feels kind of in my replies. And I've always found that kind of interesting because I, I knew that you were at least somewhat a fan of boost, but I didn't realize that you played every recommended one. That's really interesting. I, as, as much as they allow me to do. Um, yeah, I do. But, um, some of them, I, I can't, some of them I can't like, so if, if any of the ones from the, the books that I mentioned that I can't play anything on, I just won't even know. Of course. I, I mean, you, you get to what you can if you're busy or limited or whatever, you know, there's something you can do. I know we joke around about how like the boosts are cursed. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I just joke around about it. Um, I know like a lot of the, a lot of big accounts joke around about that stuff, but 
Um, I from I don't believe that they are cursed. I know like someone will say, "Oh, Tani is on a boost today." Like, just skip it. You know, just I don't believe that. I I think it's a it's fun it's a fun kind of joke to have around on Twitter when when the boost boosts don't hit. But um, it it's it's just a funny thing that that goes on on Twitter where they where everyone thinks they're cursed. Yeah, why do you think that is? I think it's just a, a first. I think it's just a fun excuse for them if they don't hit for for someone to just joke around about. But I mean, you you and I have both seen how successful they have been. Like they're crushing. They they crush it. Like every like just about every single month. I mean, I I can't recall like a period of over a few months where they've been red for the recommended one. No, definitely um, not. Um, you know, that's why it's like especially if you get some sample like, size you know, in there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but some of them are. Some of them are incredible, you know, and some of them you could even just, you know, hedge off on like another book if, if you don't, even if you don't think it's going to hit, you know, so it just, um, obviously that can lead to, to limits as well, but, but some of them are, are great. And, uh, I just, I just think that people that just don't take advantage of them are, are losing out on money. There you go. So JD encourages people to play the boost. He doesn't think they're cursed. <laughs> There's the clip, right? Um, yeah, no, 100%. We wouldn't have created a channel if, I, if we believe that. There you go. Um, so I wanted to ask you, because I think one of the most interesting things that happened in the last year were this sort of come up of sponsored boosts. So BR Betting's been doing them for some time. Obviously, like FanDuel will do, would do like the Pat McAfee show type stuff that was affiliated with them. But this past football season and, and with the uh, World Cup as well, PicksWise, FlashPicks, I can't remember if there were any other places, created boosts, basically. And it was the PicksWise touchdown of the week boost. And then very successfully, which if I'm not mistaken, you sort of were the spearhead behind, was FlashPicks giving plus 100 anytime goal scorer boost during the World Cup. Yeah, yep. That's right. How did you put that together, and um, do you think we can get some of those in the future? Because for me, a lot of people like to talk about the health and future of promotions and boosts, and if the books will continue to do them. And this is one of the ways I sort of see the future of promotions and boosts, where it's just more directly an ad, right? For whether it's flash picks, or they want you to, to, to make sure that it gets enough eyeballs on it, or any kind of the same stuff with BR betting where, you know, they, they get the most bang for their buck by putting out a boost. Right. I, so I believe it was, um, it was one of our bosses. Like we, we just thought there was a huge opportunity to, to get these, these goal scorers were just ca- like a lot of the casual fans that don't play soccer were obviously interested in what was going on in the world's cup. So it was just like, mm-hmm. it was an opportunity for, for flash pixels to reach out to DK to, to see if there was an, if there was a way that we could boost like some of the, some of the soccer guys, some of the player, some of the main players to, to boost their, their goal scores. And um, what happened was it did so well that they had to like kind of lower the limit. I believe it was from 50 to 25, Yeah, but, but the, it went, it went, it went really well. I think we should definitely be looking for opportunities like that again. Um, but I, I think it, it has to make sense for on both sides. I, I just think like we went like four for four, I think in the beginning. And then yeah, we um, did. I think at the fifth, the fifth day, um, they're just like, all right, we got to lower this. And then I think it, they just pulled it at one point. Right. Um, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, but I, I thought it's it definitely went something pretty that, much the distance. 
Did it? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I just Maybe um wrong. the 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 other thing that happened though was um we needed to make sure that even if we boosted it, that it would still be better than the other books because it would make no sense to boost something that was already better on like FanDuel or Caesars or something like that. So we made it we tried to find we tried to I think what our what the heads of flashbacks did was they talked to DK to just make sure that like whatever like say it was like messy, like he would ha- he would have to be boosted higher than the other books. Otherwise, it wouldn't the, the boost wouldn't make sense. Yeah, we got we got to pick, which was kind of the lucky part. But yeah, for those it was always it was always and same thing with the picks. While touchdown ones, it's always important to do kind of as low odds as possible because that adding that plus one hundred is a lot more valuable to a minus money or a plus one hundred. I think I think what ended up happening was they changed it to plus 100 or plus 110 minimum but yes, did. Uh, those are a lot more valuable than a plus 600 turning into plus 700 just from a probability and width perspective yeah so i'm hoping those that those come well. back for this year yep i hope that we're, we're, we're all looking at you man to to you yeah, know i'll be we'll be asking 100 uh, percent. well that's great because you know yeah. that there's so many new i don't know if news the right word but there's so many Big cappers and gambling Twitter has now become such a big part of the landscape for these sports books that being able to create EV to create boosts for people and giving the books the attention that they want, right? This is all a marketing ploy. Is uh, from at least for me and, and, and with the Mojo stuff, and it wasn't solely me that was a part of it, but obviously uh, I played a part in, in getting Mojo to to do that promo and getting eyeballs on it. It's like, what else could you or I want, right? Like, we want to hit plays for people, but it's even cooler to, like, you know, just create EV out of using our platforms for that. So I, I hope that yeah. that you guys continue to do that. I know a lot of people are really grateful, especially when you start out four for four. Yeah, but. I think we're, we're going to we, – we obviously, like, the goal would be if somehow we can get, like, on an, a featured odds boost in, on FanDuel or DK, like, you know how, like, the Pitching Ninja – has um yeah has some of those boosts or like i think it was bill simmons uh that had some boosts and, and things like that it would be cool if if they were able to give some of some of gambling twitter um you know a, a shot at getting making some of those odds boosts and and hopefully getting them in plus ev in plus ev range for for your communities as well to to, to play it play those um, yeah that, well, we're, we're gonna be reaching um, out we're definitely gonna be reaching sure. out and seeing if we're able to do that well, we all thank you for that. Uh, there were a few. Was it Superbook? I don't remember the book that did actually boost a few of your plays, right? Yeah, they did. They did. Um, I don't recall exactly how well they did. I think one of them hit, and then the other two didn't. But yeah, that was pretty cool of them to do that. Yeah, I, I would love if, if that kind of stuff would happen. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I'm, I'm just gonna line shop and then boost it from there. But but yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> but you know, just like when Mojo was thinking, uh, "Hey, Vandal is limiting Dinger Tuesday. What can we do?" And let's figure out a way to make this because you want to make it a win-win-win for everyone, right? You want to make sure that people are getting, like you mentioned, true EV promos, not just "Oh, we're doing a boost," but Vandal has the same price post boost. Um, you want to make sure that. Mojo, DraftKings, fan, you know, whoever is Superbook, whoever is, let's say, sponsoring this kind of boost or allowing it to happen, 
you want to make sure that they get the attention that they want because then they won't do it in the future, right? So you want to make sure it's properly advertised. You want to make sure that they're getting people on their app because for me, my most frustrating thing is when I see billboards everywhere, commercials on TV with the Mannings and stuff. It's like you're spending your whole marketing budget on telling people how great you are. I would much rather see you spend your whole marketing budget on showing people how great you are. You know, get people on the app betting via putting money in people's pockets or at least theoretical dollars, you know, with, e- with EV. Uh, so I, I do think that that could be a sustainable way for the future, but people like you and me and then the people that, you know, follow us, tail us, whatever, need to follow through, sign up, get on the books, bet on the books just so that, you know, it can become a win-win-win for everyone. Okay, I've got a new promo code for Mojo, the stock market for sports. The code is TPG Match. So T-P-G-M-A-T-C-H gets you a 20% deposit match up to $200. Uh, I highly recommend doing this and playing their Sunday Slams promotion, which is only available in New Jersey and has been incredibly profitable for people tailing ROI guy in the Discord. So again, TPG match, 20% deposit match up to $200. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Draft a fantasy team against your friends for tonight's or tomorrow's games to win cash prizes. Or try out their Pick'em game where you can predict player stat projections for a chance to win big. Underdog's slick mobile app is easy to use and it's even easier to just start playing. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the App Store. Sign up with the promo code PGP, the Promo Guy Podcast, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PGP. So we always do, and I did give you a heads up on this with Nick, a grinds my gears where I basically complain about stuff that's been going on. I've gotten absolutely zero change so far, whether it's ten, not that I expected many of them to change, whether it's Tennessee money line laws, you know, DraftKings promos in Michigan, uh, the FanDuel Caesars, this is the worst one, the FanDuel Caesars run lot like a SGP for over-unders if you have a rounded total they just dock you half like they give you the same odds as half a run worse and I don't know if you saw this or knew this or heard this but I actually think it's like the worst thing right now in the gambling industry that if you bet blank and over nine you're getting the same exact odds on FanDuel and Caesars as if you bet over eight and a half but it grades as if you bet over nine anyway I also complained about movie trailers last week so it can be i can't believe it i've tweeted it i've done the grind my gears i've done the clip and i'm like they you know they obviously don't respond and i have dms with caesars saying they are aware of this and that they quote can't change it (laughs) because they don't know how to grade a rounded line i'm like it's been a year now since those dms yeah i can't believe that no one's like reached out to the gaming commission to discuss that matter because that that's ah, i did send an email to the gaming commission i'm glad you brought that up i did send an email that did not get 
answered. That's but why anyway, I that was that's able to happen. It's terrible. They should honestly regrade those. Like if you can't figure out how to do it, then just make it where you can only bet over eight and a half or under nine and a half. Like just don't let them bet on over nine because it's just grading worse, right? There's so many ways that you can change the way you do it where it's fair and still not have the brains to be able to grade over a rounded run line for some reason or under a rounded run line. But anyway, enough with my grinds, my gears. Do you have anything you want to get off your chest this week? You know, the thing, the thing that probably helps me the most is every single day, these these fixed game accounts are just in everyone's comments <laughs> under every single tweet. And they just have to spend time to just block the, block those accounts and just have those. And, and any time click on anyone else's you know tweet i just see like five or six of them like hidden replies under there so it just we need to somehow figure out or elon has to figure out a way to just get rid of all of them because it's just a nuisance to have to deal with every single day like on every single tweet that i put out or you know that you i'm sure you've seen it so um so that bothers that's been bothering me the other thing that you know it shouldn't bother but it's it is bothering me is that um say you put out a tweet like with a play and um uh-huh. a person just asks, hey like did this hit yet or like what's going on with it and it's like everyone has access to the espn app or whatever you're using to track track the play just so it's just like why would you know and it's even worse like if the play is like tanking or losing it's just like dude just check espn and check the score like why are you tweeting the time that it's you to tweet this to ask you know are the braving or something like that like why don't you just check check on espn um so it's that sorry those are actually my burner accounts just to piss you off (laughs) yeah but those are the kinds of things that that piss me off i understand if it's like a stolen base or something and and the app that you're using is not showing that's fine but right oh did that count as a hit or an error or what do you think yeah 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 no i mean some of those some of those are acceptable but to to just blatantly ask hey did the braves win yet and they're like losing eight, eight, eight nothing just like all right this guy's fucking trolling me so um, you're like not yet you know. not yet yeah yeah exactly so uh, but th- those are the things I, I know you know i have to be empathetic for people are new to this so um but but those fixed game accounts are annoying the shit out of me so i'm hoping that there's a solution to that soon that might be the best grind my gears we've ever had i should have known that you were going to complain about that I, I, I do have a follow-up question though. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll post a tweet and then I'll, I'll see like, I'll go back on Twitter, have a few notifications, see like, you have nine replies to your tweet. And I'm like, oh shit, like, I'm like, did, did, did I like mess something up? Promo, something ineligible, did the line move? Uh, is the boost pulled, like what happened? And I have zero actual replies, it's all hidden. And stupid fixed games accounts, but I don't have the energy to block them. How many fixed game accounts do you have? Do you think you have blocked right now? I, I it's got to be like five thousand by now. It's got to be at least five thousand. Five thousand? It's crazy. Yeah. How many do you think you block a day? I get at least ten a day. At least ten a day. It's insane. Right, but you like, block yeah, all I'll of just them. Throw, like, the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just do. I just because like. If you don't, they're just going to go over every single tweet and reply the same thing. Share their Telegram and everything like that with a finger pointing down, like, join this Telegram link. So it's a pain in the ass. I actually have, like, someone that helps me out with, like, DMs and stuff like that and, and prizes. So, like, they help me out. You know, I don't do it myself, but, like, they'll just see, like, they'll just look at my reply. 
I didn't block them. But um, do you like dream about blocking fixed? I can't believe that you have five thousand Twitter accounts. Uh, yeah, which, that is really funny. Yeah, the person that helps me, she's like, dude, you had two hundred fifty fixed fixed game accounts. I had to block today. I was like, no fucking way. I I hope you appreciate her. That sounds that sounds kind of miserable. Yeah, yeah, she runs the <laughs> the uh, contest for me, like the giveaways, and she does uh, she does that for me, but. Sometimes she'll block someone by accident and they'll like, and it's just like one of my friends will be like, yo, why'd you block me? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, sorry, that wasn't me. So I have to like, you know, I have to tell her like, yo, like this was just a joke, like between, between friends and um, sometimes she'll just block someone by accident. So um, I kind of tell her like, you know, these are just inside jokes between, between friends. So, but um, yeah, but yeah, that's funny. That's, that's sorry. You were going to say something else. Uh, no, uh, that, I, I'm just fascinated by the whole thing. Can't get over the 5,000 number. But uh, it is interesting, actually, that you trust someone with, like, your login password and things like that. So uh, she must be You know very what? I didn't, for a long, I didn't for a long time, but it just got too overwhelming with, like, the questions and stuff. Like, and all, a lot of them are just technical questions for, like, how to join Discord or, like, um, the questions yeah. about, like, um, you know, what what are the parameters around like a promo for for an affiliate link and stuff like that? So right. um, it it is definitely tough to to manage all of it at once. So I just wasn't able to like keep up with any of the questions I was getting. Um, so it just it was just very helpful. But at the same time, I I end up missing some DMs from from important you know, important people that I should have got back to sooner. So because they'll be marked as red, but. I won't, I won't know that. So it's just like, you you know, we're just trying to figure that out. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, anyway, um, I'll let you go here. Thank you so much for coming. This was really great. Um, I wanted to ask, where can people find you? Uh, just, I mean, just Twitter and then the Discord is, yeah, the Discord is goldboys.com. Um, and then just my Twitter, uh, JT, I don't even remember, memorize my own thing. It's J2110 underscore. At, at Twitter, and I have an Instagram too, which I have. Um, someone helped me run. Um, I need to be more active on that, but I'm trying to get like involved in like TikTok and Instagram. I just haven't had the time to to start doing that yet. Have you started like doing the other platforms, or you've just been on Twitter? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> no, I um, <laughs> for me, like I do all the the Twitter and Discord stuff for the most part myself, and. Uh, one thing I'm, I'm kind of looking at is a website. I just feel like between all the different things I got going on, the Twitter, the Discord, the podcast, I got my, my Vegas-based fantasy rankings that you know I want to push a little bit more next this upcoming season. Just between all that, I feel like I need like a more centralized hub. But yeah, Instagram and TikTok, I'm not really a social media guy to begin with. It, it feels kind of like an overwhelming thing and I'm already busy enough as it is. So uh, I don't think I'll be in those those platforms soon but look out for jd's instagram and tiktok coming soon follow him on twitter check out his discord all that great stuff uh jd this was really great thank you again yeah thank you wait wait that's one i have one question for you when are we gonna do our collab oh oh yeah people gotta look out for that uh we're gonna need a promo for it i imagine why don't we do one of these um those risk-free ones weekly. on DK, right or something like that yeah oh, yeah, yeah we could do, we could do DK, a those risk freeze yeah yeah, we can do that. They've been doing it basically every day. You know, we can try to do one today. I haven't put one out yet. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right, we'll look out for that. 
guys, although, okay, wait, let's do it tomorrow because the episode airs tomorrow. <laughs> And uh, good. that might make more sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks again, buddy. Thank you. Take care. See ya.